0: What are Jewish holidays, and why should you care? Well, if you're in the Jewish wedding business, you are likely very interested in how many of those Jewish holidays happen to fall on Saturdays, impacting your Saturday wedding schedule. Or, if you have a new Jewish family, you'd like to know about Jewish holidays because it's fun to be part of celebrations. And just like in the secular or the Christian world, holidays are always cause for celebrations. So let's do it! As a Catholic farm girl in Minnesota, I certainly never expected to ever be the Jewish party maven. But 4,400 parties and 26 years later, I am indeed an expert at Jewish parties. I am fiercely committed to helping the best vendors book more parties in this amazing, lucrative, and incredibly loyal Jewish party market. Let's go! Welcome to podcast number 26 today we are going to talk about jewish holidays in the united states this is the year 2021 and our calendar starts with new year's day on january 1st and runs through december 31st the jewish calendar however is lunisolar meaning it's based on the natural cycles of the moon lunar and the sun solar so a lunisolar calendar today July 21st, 2021, is actually the 12th day in the month of Av, 5781 in the Jewish calendar. How do you like that? So the holidays follow that same cycle. So if you follow a secular calendar, you'll find that the Jewish holiday dates change every year. And they vary by as much as five weeks from year to year. This year, it seems that the holidays are early. Some years, the Jewish holidays are late. You'll find people Googling all the time. When is Hanukkah this year? When is Rosh Hashanah this year? Well, in the Jewish calendar, holidays always start the night before, and they continue all day until sunset. The evening before the holiday is called Erev, which means the eve of. So if Hanukkah begins on a Tuesday, then Erev Hanukkah would be Monday night. If Passover begins on a Tuesday, then air of Passover would be Monday night. If you listen to this podcast regularly, and thank you listeners, I sincerely hope you enjoy them, and I appreciate your time, I know it's precious. If you are a regular listener, then likely you've heard me say many times that there is no Jewish language. Instead, there is Hebrew, which is spoken in Israel, and there is Yiddish, which is the ancient Jewish language. If you hear many different pronunciations and spellings for these holidays, don't be surprised. There is no right way to celebrate or even a right way to pronounce these holiday names. Let's get into these holidays. The most common Jewish holiday is Shabbat. And we had a podcast recently all about Shabbat, which is a weekly holiday. Every Friday from sundown until Saturday after sundown is Shabbat, a day of rest. To hear that podcast, go to jewishpartymaven.com slash 24. Today, we're going to talk about the other holidays. So we're going to discuss the seven major holidays of the Jewish community. Just like in the Christian community, there are many minor holidays. In the Jewish community, there are many minor holidays too, but we're going to focus on these seven. One, Rosh Hashanah. Two, Yom Kippur. Three, Sukkot. 4. Simkat Torah, 5. Hanukkah, 6. Purim, and 7. Passover. As I've said, the Jewish calendar is based on the moon and the sun, and the calendar year begins in the fall with the holiday Rosh Hashanah. Rosh Hashanah literally means head of the year. So Rosh Hashanah is the start of the new year, which happens every fall in the Jewish calendar. The 10 days between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur are often referred to as the High Holidays or High Holy Days, depending on who you're talking to. You may have heard me talk about the different branches of Judaism. Orthodox, who keep lots of rules. Reform Jews, who each decide which rules to follow. And conservative Jews, who keep kosher but don't strictly follow all of those 613 rules spelled out in the Torah. Reform Jews celebrate Rosh Hashanah for one day. Conservative Jews and Orthodox Jews celebrate Rosh Hashanah for two days. Either way, it's a celebration of the new year and a new beginning. This year, 2021, Era of Rosh Hashanah, the Eve of Rosh Hashanah, falls on Monday, September 6th. The traditional blowing of the shofar, the ram's horn, has led to many people referring to Rosh Hashanah as the Feast of Trumpets especially in Europe. It would be polite to greet your Jewish friends with Lashana Tovah, meaning may you have a good year. Most holidays in the Christian community have food correlations. Christmas, there's cookies. For Easter, there's the Easter ham. For Halloween, there's candy. It's the same in the Jewish community. Rosh Hashanah is all about wishing for a sweet new year so most of the foods associated with Rosh Hashanah are sweet. Apples dipped in honey are perhaps the most well-known, but hollow with raisins is common, honey cakes, or pomegranates. Just like many Christians don't go to church every week, but they would never miss Christmas or Easter Mass, almost all Jewish people go to synagogue for the High Holy Day services. Yom Kippur is the next holiday. It is the most solemn day of the entire Jewish year. Pronounced either Yom Kippur or Yom Kippur, it is known as the Day of Atonement. This day is devoted to prayer and self-examination and asking for forgiveness. Many Jewish people spend the entire day at their shul. On the afternoon of Yom Kippur is a Yisker service honoring the dead. Yom Kippur is traditionally a day of fasting and it ends with a breaking of the fast, usually with a feast. Many people wear white on Yom Kippur, symbolizing the purity of how they're starting their new year. You might wish your Jewish friends Shana Tova or Happy New Year. Or you might say, have an easy fast. The third major holiday is Sukkot or Sukkot, depending on how you want to say it. Sukkot literally means booths or huts. Many families erect a sukkah in their yard. It would be open on one side, but it would have three sides and a roof. A sukkah would be decorated with gourds or pumpkins or bales of straw or corn stalks. Many people eat a special meal with their family or friends in their sukkah. It's a very joyous holiday shared with friends. You might greet your Jewish friends with Chag Sameach which means happy holidays. The next holiday, another fall holiday, is Simchat Torah. It's the next major holiday, but it's not really so major, but it is celebrated by children. So those of you with a new Jewish family might be invited to see your family at Simchat Torah services. In Reformed temples, children are invited to a special service where they sing and dance with little mini Torah scrolls. Simchat Torah celebrates the end of the Torah reading. On this day, the Torah is re-rolled, and tomorrow starts all over again. There is no special food associated with Simchat Torah, but many temples use donuts and cider or other harvest-type foods. The next major holiday, which you've probably all heard about, is usually in December. It's Hanukkah. This is another one of those words that's spelled lots of different ways. Hanukkah with a C-H or Hanukkah with an A or Hanukkah ending with an A or Hanukkah ending with an H. All of those are workable options. You can't really go wrong there. When the Jews rededicated the temple in Jerusalem all those years ago, they thought they had enough oil for the lamp to burn just one day. Amazingly, however, the oil lasted for eight days. So Hanukkah lasts for eight days. Hanukkah candles are lit each night in a special candle holder called a menorah. The first night, you light just one candle. The second night, you light two candles. All the way up to the eighth night, where you light eight candles. Kids love Hanukkah. They often play games with a little four-sided toy called a dreidel, kind of like a little top. It's also common to have chocolate coins or chocolate gelt. Almost all of the food related to Hanukkah is something fried in oil again, to symbolize the miracle of that oil lamp lasting eight days. So, fried potato pancakes, some people call them latkes, or fried jelly donuts, they're really common. Hanukkah for many centuries was a very minor holiday in early December. But these days, to compete with Christmas, and with the gift-giving of Christmas, many Jewish people celebrate Hanukkah with gift-giving too. But they do it better than we do. They do it for eight days. The next major holiday is usually in March or April, and it's called Purim. It is yet another celebration of the survival of the Jewish people. The big story is that the villainous Haman was determined to kill all the Jews. There's an old joke about how every Jewish holiday is the same old story. They tried to kill us. We survived. Let's eat. I love that one. And it speaks to the dedication and perseverance of our Jewish friends. The food usually associated with Purim is hamantashen. Remember I said the villainous Haman was determined to kill all the Jews? Hamantashen is a triangle-shaped cookie named after the evil Haman. Drinking often plays a big part in celebrating Purim, too. Kids dress up in fun costumes, especially like that evil Haman, or the beautiful Esther, or her cousin Mordecai. Purim is the closest thing Jewish people have to Halloween. Halloween, if you don't know, is really called St. Hallows. That's a Christian holiday. Kids carry noisemakers called Gregors to drown out the name Haman when they're reading from the Megillah. Purim is known for costumes and silly skits. When you meet your new Jewish friends, you can say Happy Purim or Purim Samayach. All right, we're on to Passover. The last major Jewish holiday I want to talk about today is Passover. In Hebrew, Pesach literally means to pass over. This holiday is yet another celebration of survival. Passover is a spring holiday, generally March or April. Today, Passover is a very significant holiday. It's filled with rituals and special foods. The biggest rule of Passover is that Jewish people should not consume any leavened bread during Passover. Back 3,000 years ago, the Jews escaped from Israel. They took off in such a hurry that their bread did not have time to rise. So today, Jews across the world honor that time by not eating leavened bread, anything that's risen with yeast. They are forbidden from eating anything with yeast. That includes breads or grains or beer. As you know, beer is fermented, made with the yeast. The most commonly known food during Passover is called matzah, which is basically a big flat cracker. It is not leavened, not raised bread. I have a crazy story for you on that one. When I first moved to West Bloomfield, Michigan, some 34 years ago, West Bloomfield at that time was a very heavily populated Jewish community. I didn't understand anything about Passover. The local band director asked me to pick a date for their pizza fundraiser. I chose a Thursday in the spring and thought that'll work. The band showed up, bunch of people showed up, but nobody ordered any food. Well, silly me, it was during Passover. I chose a date during Passover. It was a huge failure as a fundraiser, all because I did not understand the traditions and customs of my audience. As a vendor, you should understand that likely there won't be any parties during the eight days of Passover because of these special food requirements. If you have a new Jewish family, you should understand that your Jewish grandchildren will not be coming over for pizza during Passover. If you have a new Jewish family, perhaps you'll get to experience a traditional Passover Seder. A Seder is a meal filled with ritual and prayer. It involves a bunch of special food. There's matzah, there's horseradish, there's haroset, there's parsley, there's saltwater, grape juice, and quite often there's a lamb shank. This is a meal filled with rituals and prayers from a special book called a Haggadah. There are special games for the children where they hide a prize. I'll have a whole podcast on Passover this spring. But for now, that's it. These are the major Jewish holidays in a year. Lots of rituals, lots of meaningful family times, lots of celebrations for the children. What holidays or life cycles would you like to learn more about? Send me an email to pat at jewish party maven or sign up to take one of my classes where we go into much more depth we are here for you thank you for listening we hope you tune in next week and every week where we keep learning we've got some new cheat sheets coming out about these jewish holidays go to my website jewishpartymaven.com we've got a new cheat sheet for you coming out about the jewish holidays see you next week thanks for listening